I'm Caleb. This is the Arab Grievances Podcast. Today we've got part two of my interview with Tom Payne. It's a good one. It's a good one, you guys. So enjoy. Here we go. Well, you want to move into the now? Let's move into the now, man. Let's talk about it. So where you at? Well, we... So... We bought a house in J-Town uh, off of Andrea's grandparents uh, in the summertime. Uh, and that was, cr- that, was, that was crazy because we were also getting married in September. Okay. We closed on the house in August. Uh, I started a new job at the beginning of September as well. So it was like kind of uh, like, how do you say... Just like the culmination of a, of you know like the climax of young adulthood mm. almost mm-hmm. like you know bought a house all got once. married and got like a, a good job all literally yeah. all at once it was just this wild um, it was a wild time for real I kind of still look back like how did I I don't even know how wow. I got it all done you know like moved house and getting married bruh ain't no joke shit. Is not a joke. Andrew's gonna hear that shit and tell her I was talking smack because she doesn't think I did anything. Uh, and mostly I didn't. But the stuff I did do was exhausting, uh, man. Um, and it, it's a lot. And it, it, it stresses the families. Why do we do it like that? Why isn't it a chill thing where, you know. And that's the thing, because, like, on the day, it was the chillest. Okay. On the day, there was, you know, everything but you know, there's some people perfect. sweating Everybody was cool. to make it the chillest. You bet. Bet. You know that's right. Uh, and. That was that was that was wild, man. You know, that was a big you know coming of age for me uh, personally because I, um, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't I didn't like I don't have a lot of rites of passage uh, in my life that I could say like these are turning points. You know, um, I just you know like when like for instance a lot of people's first rite of passage or whatever is graduating from high school, right? Right. right. So I uh, I flunked. Uh, you know, I flunked out for the most part. I failed. This is how cool I was. I failed algebra two three times. Uh, yeah, that had to have been on purpose because I'm not. I mean, I could have done some. You know, I could have done some stuff. I could have done something about that. Uh, so I had to go to summer school. And to be honest, uh, I did not thrive in summer school. Uh, I kind of found a way around the mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to divulge anything. I don't know how long the uh, <laughs> statute you know, of limitations. <laughs> statute of limitations is yeah, but uh, sleight of hand was involved. <laughs> just, just, just full disclosure. Uh, just you know, whatever. And so I didn't really have a lot of rites of passage. So I felt, um, and I didn't until like I kind of when it was right up on me. Like getting married would be kind of the first almost right wow, that's a big one i've had and that's a big one yeah and if and it was really life affirming you know like all of your people mm, are there mm. everything is there and then you know i got to marry andrea which was fucking I'm sorry you know, i wasn't there man hey man shit happens bro i mean you missed a party <laughs> but it's okay it's okay there'll be other things no worries i mean i don't plan on getting married again but there'll be other things so no worries no worries can i come to the to the divorce is that okay Yes. Yeah, I've already got you penciled in. Yeah, don't worry about Plus it. One? You're gonna podcast the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can DJ the post divorce party. I'm just kidding, that's not gonna happen. I hope Andrea doesn't listen to this. I'm gonna get divorced on, years I'm, I'm being a dick yeah, it's Caleb. right now. He's vocally to putting it on himself yeah. there, yeah. Uh and yeah, you know, so I work at a distillery now, uh, which is really cool. Cause I brew beer and stuff now, right. which is is was kind of kind of chiefly motivated in part by Daniel Moore. You know, because he joined the Air Force way back right. in the day, yeah, right. Uh, 
right after I had flunked out of joining the National Guard because I couldn't swim, quit smoking weed. Oh, that's, that's the right. full story. I remember yeah, that. That's what happened. I got in. I was I was good to go. I was yes. everything, and then I just. I just and then there was some weed around too much. So what could you do? It was then, not oh, you. I already went to a thing. I already did the thing. It's fine. Let's do it. Let's do it every day until I leave. <laughs> Come on, you idiot! <laughs> Stupid, bro. Oh my gosh, my oh, youth. Dear. Uh, so yeah, he he had been brewing beer and he had started like messing with it because he was always such yes. a tinkerer and he was yes. always had his hands in something, doing something. Always after, I will always commend him for that. He was always doing something. He was rarely chilling. You know, he was always mm-hmm. working on something. Uh, and so I, you know, I was. I was brewing and I was like kind of vibing off of him and trying to learn everything I could off of him because he's real smart with in his explanations. Mm-hmm. He's real just like basic with it. He could always break something down real easy. And uh, and then I, I kind of became – like initially I was like this is a really interesting hobby. Like this is fun. And then I found that I was dedicating a lot of my time and a lot of my thought into learning how to do it better and learning different ways of doing it. Um and so I started building equipment, which um, I had help in, obviously, because I, I can't screw in a <laughs> light bulb, bro. Like, I, <laughs> I got nothing. So we converted uh, a keg into a kettle that we brew our beer in. Uh, we use a cooler to mash our grain. Wow. Uh, so we have a couple of, we have a couple of like rudimentary pieces of equipment, but we grew, we brew grains. So we're not using like kits or, wow, you know, extracts cool. or anything like that. We're using wow. real grain. Yeah. It's fun, dude. It's, it's fun. a good hobby. Um, and they could hopefully fun. be it's more expensive. than just a hobby. Hopefully in time. Yeah. You know, we're working on propagating our own yeast and we're making other stuff. We're making wine. I'm making mead out wow. of honey, uh, like some wildflower honey wines. Pretty, pretty dank. Um, and yeah, so I got, I got to working at the distillery and that for me was also like, Oh wow, this is kind of an accomplishment. Like I've worked in bourbon bars and things for the last few years, but never, you know, now that I'm into brewing beer, this could be, you know, a huge resource in yeah, my education. Totally. So yeah. And they've been, they've been really cool. They let me, they let me, um, train in the distillery when I'm not working so I can go learn stuff and ask questions. And our, uh, our lead distiller used to brew beer at home too. So he's, he's kind of like on my team about stuff. So I'm, uh, I'm planning, we're planning the guy that I brew beer with. He's also, uh, Good buddy of mine. He was in my wedding. His name's Max. You should, I still think you up with him. He's awesome. Uh, we um, we're working on building a concept for a brewery. Wow! In the next, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, like hopefully it'll come to fruition, but maybe not. You know, um, there's a lot of breweries and there's a lot of competition, but uh, I think saturation is a lie. And um, I've done. I have a lot of contacts, and I believe uh, that we make good beer, and we're gonna. We're just going to find somebody who wants to give us a million nice. bucks, and then we're going to just Dude, get it awesome, popping. that's awesome, man. You know what I mean? It's badass. Yeah, we'll that's see cool. what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And uh, outside of that, you know, working on – have been working on with a, with a few core buddies of mine. Um, kind of fell into a box truck, um, and we – We've been for a long time developing like the concept for a food truck, which could be kind of something that uh, we use as a platform to develop a following for our brewery. Um, but you know, both all of which are kind of hoop dreams right now. You know, we're still in the very basic processes. You know, we're making beer every week, we're making wine every week, but we're not making enough to support any kind of distribution. Okay. Also, we don't have a facility or licensing right, right. or anything like that. You know, so we can't sell it; it's illegal. Um, but people could help us buy grains you know what I'm saying <laughs> gofundme.com uh, so we 
yeah, go find me, bro. But yeah, we're uh, we've been gearing up. We're gonna have a big brew party um, at my homie Max's house. He lives in the Highlands, which is you know it's oh, a yeah. fun neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And it's we're weird. gonna Keep fun neighborhood. Yeah. It's gotten a lot weirder too. The whole city's gotten How's weirder it? since you left, man. It's a much bigger. It, the, the city of Louisville has evolved so much over the last few years. Is it Portland yet? It, nah, we're we think you so, think it, okay, yeah, but right, we're not okay. there. Yeah, we're gonna get there. There'll be Louisville, Louisville, Alandia. Louisville yeah, Landia, the show, yeah. it's coming. Yeah, uh-huh. it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna have a big brew party and we're gonna unveil a bunch of our beers. Uh, we're kegging. We have we have kegs to keg our beer now, which on the home brew scale is yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, turn, turns our turnaround for beer from like twenty one days to eleven days, which is nice. So we're gonna be turning wow. out a lot more beer. I'm trying to get. Uh, we're making kombucha, uh, which is a fermented uh-huh. tea. Um, so fermentation is kind of our wheelhouse right now. So we're gonna. I'm gonna try to make some kombucha and then flavor it in secondary cool. fermentation, and then try to try to Very sell cool. it. You know, uh, yeah, as our brand, which is the Woolly Rhino, Woolly Rhino Brewing Brew House. Nice. I like one that. day. I like that. Yeah. Who knows, man? Yeah, because they're extinct. You know what I mean? And uh, that sucks. It does suck. So, also. It does suck. Things going yeah. extinct sucks, man. What if they held? What if they held the key? You know what I mean? What if the woolly rhino held the key? Right? I mean, because how dope is a hairy rhino? I would like. I think that. I think I would like to see that in my life, and I never will, because they all dead, bro. This is really depressing. And people, fun story. People used to think they were uh, unicorns. No, they were in. Hmm. Yes, that's part of where the the myth, hey, the, like yeah. the lore of unicorns really? comes from. Is woolly that makes rhino? So much sense. Yes. And I'm trying to get mistaken for a unicorn, bro. You smell mm-hmm. me? That's mm-hmm. what I want. So, mm-hmm. Wooly Rhino, it's like peacocking. man. Unicorn. It's a peacocking. <laughs> I like it. Throwback. I love it. The game. Awesome, man. The game. Oh How my embarrassing god. Is that? Oh, that book. How embarrassing that we I poured over those pages. I read You're about every, it. I was obsessed with it. that. I loved it. I was about it. Negging. Never did it. Never peacocked. I never negged. I might have negged. You negged. You told but me I didn't to do it. You gave me advice to Nick. <laughs> Nick, bro, break her down, bro. Break her down, bro. So, so douchey. And I'm sorry to I'm sorry to anyone I ever nagged or peacocked. If you don't know, I probably did it to you. I just want to apologize to every lady I ever nagged or peacocked. I am sorry. I'm a different person. Uh, oh, those, were th- those were thirsty times, man. Oh, my gosh. Thirsty times. I was such a little wild ass. Oh, man. But yeah, so that pretty much sums up what I got going on, you know, still living Mm. in Louisville, you know, uh, and you know, still just want to pursue stuff, you know, I just want to pursue the independent tip. I want to, I want to do something that, uh, I enjoy and I'm passionate about, and I would like Mm. to turn that into a profession one day. That's, that's what drives me, you know, on the day to day. I want to, I want to be self-employed for sure. For sure. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't I mean that, you know, I want to be I want to be self-sufficient as well. I don't want it to just be about my work. You know, I want to be uh, I want to be I want to be like, how do you say? Um, realized. Yes. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like all those and I think everybody does, you know, I want to be woke, bro. And I think that's everybody's tip. You know, I think everybody wants to be a better person. Everybody wants to you know, spend more time with their family or read more books or this or that, you know? And I think, um, I think that that's a healthy ambition as long as you can find the right thing. And as long as you actually pursue yeah. something, you're doing yourself a service. Um, and that's what I want. I want everybody and myself to pursue all their yes. shit. That's good. I like that. That's a good that's mission it. statement. 
That's it. It is. That's my total mission. Pursue your shit. Put it on yeah. a t-shirt. Or, or like make a, a video Nike. series on it, like a you know self-help sort of thing. Yes. I could be the self-helpiest, yeah. bro. But only if I was like just super obnoxious like bro level oh, yeah. with it need, like go pure frat guy with it i definitely yeah nobody's taking motivation <laughs> from a hippie bro like nobody's taking and i i would say i have two regrets about growing my hair long okay, okay? Right. here they are these are these are these are wise words uh i did it in a time where it was it was really culturally acceptable lots of dudes have their okay. hair long now right but i did it at the beginning of me losing like losing weight i had a bit of what doctors like to call a little bit of a weight problem <laughs> uh <laughs> that's a chris farley reference i uh i was drinking a lot of beer man i was i was drinking and i had no semblance of diet or anything and so i kind of got on this like i'm gonna be a better i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in better shape and so i kind of just stopped cutting my hair as i was getting in shape so um i said i had two things i wanted to say about yes. that i hated about having a man but people talk about it man people Talk to me about my long hair. <laughs> I was walking through Kroger, minding my own fucking. I'm kind of a cantankerous guy these days. Like I'm kind of grumpy most times. Like and when I'm in my own element, I'm just kind of you know befuddling through. And this little lady out of nowhere said, "Hey, nice man bun." <laughs> and I was like so taken out of my element, like because I was not fucking with her, man. I was just walking along, getting some groceries, and this little lady just. <laughs> How often does that's, she that's make fine. that comment to people, and what reaction does she expect, do you think? Is it every bun, or do I really yes, have a nice right. bun? Do you How know what I'm saying? Because don't just, don't just be arbitrarily throwing out nice yeah. man buns to like people. Maybe don't just be boosting self-esteem. Sort of and that's where I'm at with it. Like, is that... How do you take that? Is that what it was? How am I supposed yeah. to take that? Also, um, yeah, so the first one is that everybody has long hair these days. So I, I get a lot of flack for that. It was like, oh, of course, oh, of course, you, of course you do. I, I get see. a lot of the, of course you do. Yeah, of course you have uh-huh. one. Okay, uh-huh. uh, okay, thanks. And then the other is random, and the man bun stigma. Uh, I think is what I'm really yes. breaking down. I think can we not just be woke as a society and just call it a like a bun? Like it doesn't know it's a man bun. You know, res- you know, it's 2018, right, right. bro. Let's let man. Let's yes. leave man bun eighteen. Have a dick. Let me just have a top knot. You know, it does not have a dick. It's just some locks, yeah. bro. It's hair. Uh, I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about advocating yeah. for people that want respect for having man. Yeah. There I go. I just did it myself. Yeah. You see that? I just furthered the stigma right there, man. So what's up with you, man? How you been? I've been good, man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm uh, a little chilly. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, Minnesota weather. Yeah. So what? What led you to Minnesota? Honestly. Uh, you know, there's always a number of factors, but uh, the biggest one was Jay Baker, my uh, my current pastor, and yeah. um, I became a fan of him through his podcast, uh, Revolution Church podcast, and he is just he's an agnostic Christian, he's a preacher, he's the uh, he was kind of a, a child star. He's the son of this really really famous televangelist family. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, and um. Just where he's at and how progressive he is, and just a lot of a lot of our lives, I think, parallel each other. And um, yeah, I mean, I just want, I want to learn from him, and I'd, I'd like to to be the type of pastor that he is one day, honestly. And uh, also, just kind of figured I got family out here, I've got a safety net, you know, as 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 I'm finding a place and and, st- and find a job and stuff like that. And well, that's if, good. and technically, I'm still in my twenties, and if ever there's a time to make this type of a jump. 
you know, then th- this is the time yeah, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You still got a few years, yep. Yeah, you, you're good, bro. You're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the death rattle of mine, you know what I'm saying? It's coming for me. But so um, outside of the cold, do you enjoy, do you enjoy Minnesota? I, yeah, I do enjoy it. Um, there's some people that I like a lot. And to be totally honest and maybe be a dick to some Minnesotans or some people that I don't, uh, there's a culture of passive aggressiveness here that just to me personally, as a person, I'm a very direct person to the point of being an asshole often, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm very direct. And, um, so for one thing I come across to them, I think as being more of a dick than I'm trying to be. And another thing is I get annoyed with how passive aggressive they are and I don't even know what they're talking about. Like they're trying to tell me something and I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure I'll I'll get used to it and I'll learn the dialect and all that, but I'm going to have a hard time actually speaking the dialect myself. Speaking the Minnesotan. Yes. Just to be honest, not to beat a dead horse here. I've I've actually been talking about it here recently a a little bit, but it's, uh, it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Yeah, I think I think that's interesting that how different a culture can be geographically. Like, right? We're still in the U.S., but it just can be so much different. Yeah, you know the whole the whole demeanor of the culture can be so much different. And I wonder what people say about Kentucky people. Yes, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it could go either way, buddy. I mean, yeah, there's can. some rural parts of Kentucky, man. Yes, yes. And Northern yeah. Kentucky isn't even considered part of Kentucky, you know. It's like more Indiana or something like that. It's yeah. Like Ohio yeah. or something. Yeah, it's Ohio. I think we – I think I'm really I'm, – I'm kind of like tunnel visioned and like people are like, you in Kentucky? I'm like, I'm in Louisville. Yeah, I'm like, oh, right. I mean, I'm in Louisville more than, yeah. more than anywhere else in the state. I would say that I'm from – I reside in Louisville, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I think, the, I think the culture of Louisville has changed a lot in the last few years, but mm, – mm. Become kind yeah. of more uh, more modern, more progressive. More progressive, yeah. I that's think that's good. a good term. Plus, we got that Google. We got that Google Fiber now, bro. We're nice. on the map. We're on the map, son. Nice. Yeah, nice. And plus, the whole bourbon uh, boom. It's been unreal, mm. man. Okay. okay. The surge of tourism and interest in bourbon has just blown up. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I would never have thought about Kentucky being a destination. Yeah. But I meet no, people no, every. Not at all. It, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you're and passing people, through Kentucky. Yeah, dude, what's there to see? I know you see people every day. You know, maybe it's because I work in kind of a tourist element, but we are, uh. I mean, the bourbon tourism is through the roof right now, and it's uh, it's only developing. The more distilleries open and the more demand. Bourbon is like, in it's the hot shit spirit right now. It really is. Everyone's going nuts for mm. bourbon. That's why it's, it's, it's nice. It's advantageous to be in the bourbon business. Yes, and to be the yeah. only state that can call your whiskey bourbon. Yeah, that's that's kind of a misnomer. Unfortunately, Is they're it? making bourbon in other states now. Yeah, no it's, way. Um, it's true. Yeah, that was our that was a claim to fame like for a long time. In France, like it has to be. It from is. There. It is like bourbon. Um, we make ninety nine percent of it, but there are those that ride our jocks these days because bourbon just has to fall within a certain set of parameters, uh, and it has to be made in America. It being one of them, not Kentucky. Um, so as long as you can follow this parameter, these parameters, you can make bourbon anywhere in America. Interesting. And they, and they do now because they're busters. Yes. But we're still making it better. We've I been doing it for you know, okay. hundreds of years. Yeah, New York has bourbon. Really? Wisconsin okay. has bourbon. Texas has bourbon. Okay. Indiana even has bourbon for some reason. Like oh, That's weird. That's, it's, it's Stick with weird. the fireworks. Yeah, right. That's what y'all got. Just keep that. Just keep being our lame little brother. Yeah. Like, like step... Weird step cousin Red kind head. of thing. Yeah, Indiana is a weird place. Uh huh. Yeah, it's, weird it's place. a weird place. It's a weird place. Yeah, but yeah. So, so God, God, 
I'm gonna yeah, go ahead. So and, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pull out that card. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my gimmick now. Let's Th- do it. The whole gimmick of the show. Hey. So the shtick. The shtick. Yeah. So uh, where you at with uh, spir- your spirituality? <laughs> you know, if I if I were to break it down, which I don't do often enough, yeah. um, and I were to put a lot of thought into it, which I don't do often enough, um, I would say that I've always had. A pretty con- a pretty consistent belief that um, God, as we have understood it, or as we have thought it, or vocalized it, um, just can't can't be um, what what God is to me. I've always found it hard to vocalize, and it should be hard to vocalize what a creator would really be mm. or could mm. really be. Yeah. And I th- I think that. The universe and life and earth and everything, time, all of it, um, is so sophisticated and is so abundant and is so mysterious and is so much. And I think um, it is humans being humans to try to classify God or Mm. to classify things as different things uh, like sciences and religions and things of this nature where like I I would prefer to say that my belief is that we could never put uh, a name or a face to God or to and to do that with any religion I think impedes what the religion is I think that Mm. if you have a core message you uh, you lose it by calling it a core message yes. you lose Ooh, it by yeah. identifying I like it I love that. Yeah. you know i think that sp- spirituality and belief is organic and it's it's inherent mm. um in a way that i think is is uh oh hold on i've got a ferocious creature <laughs> <Your cat's creeping. laughs> who's this this khaleesi she goes by Kiki for short. Yes, she is. Does she prefer Kiki or Khaleesi? She comes more to Kiki, honestly. Yeah, she's sweeter that way. She's, she bites you a little bit much if you call her Khaleesi. She's like, don't call me by my full names, please. <laughs> oh, she's trying to show her. Ki- don't show your keister to the camera here. Come on. Come on, sweetie. Let's let's go for. Oh, gosh. Here. Oh, okay. Yo, so sorry about that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I would just say that I've always felt. Um, I've never, I've never really like latched on to a religion. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I've never been a consistent member of a church. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I've never followed any doctrine or, you know, list of commandments by any, any stretch of the term. I, um, but that isn't to say that I don't have belief or faith. Like I, I definitely would say that my belief in God um, is, complicated because i don't really know how to define it you know i think that god is more than we could ever understand oh, if yes. you wanted to yes. if you still wanted to use like the you know the moniker of god or the name yeah. you know jesus or any uh-huh. of this i think you do in a way because of how much time has passed and how many stories have been told and how many thoughts and how many lives have changed and how many wars have happened that the name has changed uh you kind of nailed it earlier you know um I just think at the end of the day, my belief in God is that God is too big to believe in. I love that. I love that. It's just, we can't, we can't, 
we can't fathom it. We can't grasp at it. We think that there's so many, we think that there's rules to it. Do you know what I mean? Like I would think that something that is so powerful, something that is so all encompassing that we would want to give our lives to wouldn't be something so easily definable. Uh, Wow. Wow. That's good, man. And that's, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at with it really. And that's, I think that's where I've always been with it is that it's just like, uh, that's all good. Like these are beautiful expressions expressions and like i love parables and i love i love it you know and i there's so you could you could spend lifetimes pouring over it and you would still learn new things but just personally philosophically i i believe there is no confinement to it i think that god is so much more if you in yeah like the universe god and time and all this they aren't separate Mm. to me Mm. you know they're all Mm. everything is everything is Yes. And that's, you know, I think that that's a very basic but profound statement at the same time. Like, yes, yes. That was, you know, I used to see those teachers like God is and all of this. And like, there's a certain element to that. I'm like, you kind of break it down when you say that in a way that makes people not understand what you're saying. Like, God is. Like, mm. that's it. You don't need yeah. that. Scripture even says, you know, God says, I am. Yeah, I, I am. Who yeah. should I say sent me? I am. Yeah, not even, he's not even answering the question. He's not even acknowledging. You could have just, clo- just closed the book right there, but yeah. you could have just the end of the. There's the end of the Bible right there, bro. Like, yep. I, there it is. And I think that I think there's too much time taken away from that. I don't think there's enough focus to 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 let that sink in. The perpetuation of that idea is existence. Like there is no difference. You know, you know, you talk, you hear about like the really people that are like, yeah, there's like that little molecule in our bodies that's always vibrating and that's the word of God and this and that. Mm. And I'm like, and you're like, yeah, probably. <laughs> but, you know, like, and I think that that's, if, if you could, if you could see it like that, then why couldn't you see that everything, everything is that or everything is a part of that at mm. least. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think, yeah, as I'm saying, I'm over here trying to explain a thing I don't think can be explained. Do you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Yeah, but it's kind of the nature of it is is we try yeah. to explain it. And I agree with you. There's an irony there that once you write down – it can be the most absolute truth. It can be the most insightful yeah. thing. But once you write it down – It's gone. It's gone. It's gone, man. It's going to be retranslated. It's going to be misunderstood. It's going to be taken out of context. Uh-huh. And you know? that's the thing. That's the thing. Like that's the thing with truth and that's the thing with all things. You know, um, you can say it and you can know it. I think that's a big piece to what I'm saying. And like, I don't think there are words Mm. for my belief in God, uh, maybe because I don't have enough words about it, but also because I don't think that there, there are, like, I think that's just how I feel. I think that over my life and experiences and everything that's led to my, to where I am, I believe that God is too big to put in a, it's too big to define. And, and because of that, there should be, you should take a solace in that if you want, or you should be terrified by that if you want. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that, I think I battle with both, you know, at times, you know, I think that, you know, because having never been, um, you know, a person that goes to a church or this and that, there is a certain sense of like wonder to it still, you know, and, Mm. and, and fear, you know, like, because there's that certain safety net that you get from having that community of people that reaffirm your beliefs all the time. Whereas, you know, if you choose to develop your own philosophy and your own belief, you are a ship in the night. Yeah. 
you know, and that's and that's that can be scary and that can be reassuring just depending on how much of a focus you make it, you know, and I think that as long as I try not to I think I'm kind of a humanist on a way as long as um, as long as I'm not being a shitty human. Mm -hmm. I think there's comfort in that. You know, I think there's a certain Mm -hmm. level of I'm asleep good, you know, knowing I didn't. And that's, you know, that's not very existential really, but I think it's the golden rule. It is man. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if it doesn't help, like, I mean, shit, you know? And I think, I think that a lot of my faith is, is human, human. You know, I believe that if we can try to make each other better, then we'll be doing a service to the world. If we can try to make ourselves better and work towards making the planet better and making people feel better and more included in culture and in life, Mm -hmm. if we can just, you know, the age old arguments, like if we could just get away from kicking each other's asses over beliefs all the time, we'd be in a much better, you know, that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But I think that, you know, they say like you know there's the, there's that thought like death is inevitable but you should still fight to the end no matter what because right. no one else is going to and i think that if 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 humans are going to be shitty inevitably if we're going to destroy the planet inevitably and we're going to do all this like why what what is the ba- like i would still i would still fight to make the world a better place even if i knew the world would fail because yeah. what a shitty way to live Mm-hmm. What a shitty, what a shitty philosophy, um, and that I think that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, that's a lot to take in, man. That's good though. I like that a lot. So, um, would you say that you respect the core teachings of other uh, religious traditions without uh, subscribing to them, or do you just kind of see where they're coming from and, and kind of take it for what it is? Do you absorb any of it, or is it just kind of a, a respect? Well, yeah, that's that's a that's a great question. I think I think I do absorb uh full, yeah, I think that there is a certain element of absorbing philosophies mm-hmm. uh while not maybe necessarily taking the whole package, you know, yeah, like sure, maybe sure, I just sure. want once I just want one slice of bread, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh honestly I, that's I, how I'm with Christianity in a lot of ways, you know. Yeah, well, man. with and modern that, Christianity, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of honestly, there's a lot of evangelicals and you know modern Christians that would say that I'm not a Christian, you know, and yeah, because I don't yeah. subscribe to certain things that that they think you have to check this box in order to be able to be labeled as. That's been my beef. Know. That's always, and I, and I don't want to say a beef, but that's always been my hangup. Is like, well, what if I, what if I want to believe something else as well? Yeah, like that's that's a big hangup. I think for a lot of faiths. You know, faiths want that lifetime membership, yes. you know, and that's a human element to it, uh, I think. And so there, there, there are elements of Christianity that I find to be beautiful, you know, and comforting and affirming. And same to be said for other religions that I'm familiar with, which aren't many. You know, I wouldn't I couldn't yeah. go on long rants about any religion, but uh, I've always found a certain um appreciation for a lot of Buddhist philosophy. Oh, I wouldn't too. call myself oh, I a Buddhist. Buddhist. I mean, I, I'd be doing a little bit of trying to get right with the universe every now and again. I, you know, I, I meditate, but not in a way that I should say that I met, you know, I meditate in a way that you can't say I meditate. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, just like, you know, you just like when people say they, they only pray when they need something type thing, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll get my mind right every once and again when the world gets big, but it's not something I would say I'm devout. Right. In Same, or, yeah. And you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't offer up any opinion on reincarnation um, or the afterlife 
at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't myself be one to speak on post life things when it comes to spirituality yeah. because are you not concerned with it or do you not believe in it? Man. Um, I would like to say that I would like to say that both is the answer, but neither really are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, everybody's concerned with what happens. I don't give a. F- uh, everybody is concerned with what happens when you die. Right. Either you've come to terms with your own beliefs, but you have some, you know. And I would like to say I don't have time to think about it. I would like to say I'm living my best life. Like yes. I, I'm too busy living in the I moment. I think it'd be kind of productive to think about it, honestly. I think that you should dwell on death. Uh, as, as morbid as that sounds, I think you have to have that recognition. You're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. Everybody's gonna yeah. you're gonna die. Yeah. Uh, but in regards to what happens next, uh, I just think it's not my business, man. Like, right? I could, yeah, uh-huh. I can ponder I on it, but I'm not. Yeah. You know, I, plus I know, I, you're never gonna know. There's I'm no not answer. Know. There's, yeah. You're asking a question without an answer. Exactly. And so, while you know, you know, and in my younger years, like death would scare the shit out of me. And I remember being a young man, and I was. This girl had told me about heaven, and she said that when we die, you go to heaven, you live forever. Yeah. And living forever scared the shit out of me. Oh, sure. It does everybody. I, the con- And I remember being physically afraid of eternity for the first time ever, and I felt that it was profound because it stayed with me, you know? Like, That's too funny. It's supposed to comfort you. And it but scared the oh, yeah. piss out of me. It scares you, man. Never-ending, unrelenting exi- What? Like, yes. that is a scary notion. Right. And I don't... And, and how... How... Um, almost just unlikely uh, that sounds to me right. uh, is a challenge. And so, do I believe in an afterlife? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, know. But right. I, I... And honestly, I think that a lot of people who say that they do either don't know if they do or don't if it when it, maybe they think that they do and they want to but when it really comes down to it they're not like well ready to see jesus i'm definitely 100 percent gonna go see jesus yeah. right now you There's know what all, i mean i mean we're human man yeah. and i think that it kind of goes back to like it's too big to know like if something happens It'll happen, you know. Yeah. Like, will we? You only find there's only one way to find that. There's yeah. only one way to answer that question, bro. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So hopefully that's a many years from now and many accomplishments away. But yes. um, right, right. I like that answer. Though. Yeah, I, I think that's the that's the most honest answer yes. I think I could give. Yes. Uh, so yeah, because what a, what a crazy conundrum, and you know it, and. What fa- you know? What comfort you should take in it is that it's going to happen. Yes. A lot of people get scared by that, but you should take like yeah. that's the end all. Like that's when it's going. That's uh-huh. when it ends. That's I, when all yeah. of this. And I've said this before, but I, I get a, a comfort out of knowing that I'm eternal in the sense that my matter is eternal and has always been here and will always be here. It can't be created yeah. or destroyed. You know, I'll, I'll go on to be maybe a tree or another person or something like that. Yo, I've been seeing those. Y'all can plant me in a bag and turn me into a tree. Oh yeah, that's the thing. I want I like that, that when I go. Yeah, I like they put that. your dead body in a seed pod and it's you like, become a tree. Did you read a Ender's Game, like all those uh, Orson Scott card books? I read. Yes, I read the first Ender's Game. Okay, ages, years and years and years. And there's years one years of them where, where there's this, there's this tribe of aliens, and that's what they do. Is right when you're dying, they open your body up and they plant a seed in your beating heart, and they believe that your soul goes into that tree, and so you hey, kind of live. Buddy. That's very invasive. It better. It better. That's a lot, yeah. that's a lot, a lot to of ask of a dying without, person. <laughs> yeah, without like Laura Tap or something to get you through that one. So you got six hours to live. We're going to do open heart surgery and put a big old, big old seed in your in your. We're going to go through okay? walnut. 
that's a good luck to you, okay? <laughs> Tell us how it works. We'll make sure our dogs don't pee on you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I think... Death is a wild notion that we got. It's come. We got it coming, but I, don't, I think that's about all we got. I don't know that it's our place to know what happens, and I don't think it. Um, I think you know there was always this idea when I when I had thought like about the afterlife that it was all about your energies in life. Yeah. Like if you if you are a positive person, you're going to go to a positive yeah. energy. That's the most uh, you know ancient basic, way to look yeah. at it. I mean, you know, any ancient culture looks at it as like a scale. Sort of thing, yeah. you know. You, you oh, with Anubis, you yeah. yeah. And I'm, I would be. That's a that's that's enough. You know, don't be a shit, and maybe you go somewhere where other not shitty people go. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and I don't, I don't think that there is a conscious. You know, oh, fuck it. I, I think I do have it. I don't think there's a conscious afterlife in a way we would ever perceive as conscious. Right. I don't think it's conscious, like. Tom in a flannel shirt yeah. walking through the pearly gates fit to go play soccer yeah. with grandpa you know right. nah man I don't see it like how that how do you feel about the idea of your energy rejoining with the one energy with with the universe with God with the deity yeah the I mean the, the the he that the it that should not be named yes uh, thank you <laughs> uh, I see it's plausible yeah because I mean you're I think not worried about it yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I, sure, I'm worried about it, but I don't have, I don't, you know, it's a hard question, it's a hard question for me to answer yeah. for some reason. Uh, I, I, I mean. When I say worried know, about it, I mean, you're not, you know, losing sleep over it, you're not. I'm not, I'm not spending conscious thought thinking about what happens to me after I die. Yeah. On the regular. You're not bothered. Right now, because we're talking about it, I'm thinking a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't think about a pink elephant. Yeah, right? Pink elephant, pink elephant, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. I think there's a lot to be said for death and dying, man. There's a lot of shit that happens Mm. um, in regards to death, in regards to dying. I think there's a lot of – I think if if there were ever a spiritual time in life – that would be it you know i think that it brings everybody closer to their mortality you know and i think it i think death forces us to answer some crazy questions about ourselves and it faces it forces us to come face to face with things like fear real fear yeah. uh and i think that that's that's a very important human thing to happen yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally that's heavy dude <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah i don't know man just, just vibing a, yeah you, you gave me uh, quite one to come back from there. Yeah, sorry. I kind of just got to talking there. I probably said 17 different things No, there. I'm saying to come back from a conversation about death, it's like, where do I go now? <laughs> so how's the, how's, the, how's, how's the weather? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's fucking cold as death, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I find it really fascinating that you're so intrigued by spirituality and yet you don't identify as any, you know, specific, uh, you know, even philosophy. You're not yeah. too concerned with the afterlife. You're not really worried about, or you're not bothered by, <laughs> yeah. to use a, you know, a, a British term, you know, you're not bothered with it. The, the, but at the same time, you're so fascinated by it. Like you talk, you like to talk about it. I, I do enjoy it. Yeah. I think, uh, and I think that my interest in it is probably the reason I haven't, I can't tie myself to anything ever. I've always thought that that would be like a rite of passage. You know, we talked a little bit about that. I always thought like, well, one day I'll pick a, a school of thought and then yeah. that'll be it for life. And the older I get, the more and more I realize that, well, I, that's not a thing. That's yes. not going to be my ever. And, you know, I respect, I, res- I have nothing but respect and, and probably a little bit of adoration towards people that 
that do have those beliefs that have been able to, you know, draw a line in the sand. And this is my, these are my beliefs. Like I respect those people. I, I, I'm envious of those people. Right. Uh, And I wouldn't say that that's because I lack convictions, but it's just, I just can't, I've never found such a, 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 a thought process that, that mirrors mine in such a way yes, where I could, yes. I don't, I can't at this stage in my life, I hate to say I'm setting my ways. Uh, cause I don't, that's kind of contrary to what I want to say, but, mm. uh, you're setting your I ways of not being set in your ways. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, how pretentious is that? Um, and I feel that that's it for me, for my own personal beliefs, like that's fine. You know, I, yeah, I, I think that's a healthy ex- exercise, honestly. Man. Yeah. You know, and, and that's how I try to practice my own spirituality is it's not, a, it's no longer about what I believe. It's about yeah. how that looks in practice. It's about how those beliefs affect my practice. Like was Jesus a real dude? I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't, I didn't right. meet the guy, but you know, practicing my best to be like this caricature of a loving and giving and graceful and inclusive teacher you know a, 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 an archetype even archetypes you that's know my shit is, yeah is uh you know is, is a healthy way to go about it and i happen to be born you know into a christian culture and so i you know i embrace that uh you know at the same time it's not really about what i believe and i don't even know what i believe about half the things yeah. you know and, yeah and i think that i think that it's important to not know stuff yes you know well, i think that to know that you don't know stuff because nobody yes, knows stuff. bro nobody knows shit yes. i'm sorry and i i'll be the first person to tell you not to listen to a like anything that i like i don't know anything like <laughs> yes. if i'm yes. about to give you some advice like i'm gonna preface it with like i probably don't know shit and <laughs> i i think that that's i wouldn't say that that's like a way everyone should live their lives but it's it works well for me to yes. It to to not because I I have this like deep down narcissistic like I am the shit gene. Yes, and me too. I, I have been trying to sequester that bitch my whole yeah. life. So a good way for me to have learned that is to realize how absolutely just I, I'm a dingus. Like I don't know I don't have any um how do you say expertise or knowledge? And I fear that I, I don't fear. I, I, I would fear it if I were to ever say like, I know this, like even yeah. if it's brewing beer and I've done it for two years, you know, once a week, if I were, if people say, do you know how to brew beer? I'd be like, I, I know I could get through, I could get through it. Like, I, could, I could make some beer. I don't know that I know yeah. how to brew, but you know, I don't know the, and I would hate to ever consider myself an authority. I think that's a, that's a piece. Uh, that's a conscious, uh, thing for me is to not you're not i'm not an authority i don't ever want to be an authority i don't right. ever want to right, because how who the fuck you know sometimes yeah. i don't feel and i think that that breeds in people a certain level of overconfidence and yeah. there's nothing there's no nothing has damned man more than hubris oh um, man well said yeah uh, and i am a sucker for that shit so yeah. i really uh you know i think personally philosophically a lot of like where everything comes from for me is like what i've what works for me like what who am i who am i trying to be what kind of person am i trying to be um and then any ethics that any ethics that i possess come from a desire to not be um the person i'm scared that i could be if that makes sense Mm, yeah do you know what i mean yes yes And, and that's and that would be kind of a folk of a focus of mine very often is is that, you know, Kurt Vonnegut said, like, you have to be careful who you pretend to be. 
because we are who we pretend to be. Um, and for wow. me, that speaks volumes. Wow. And I've always been kind of an extroverted person. You know, yeah. I've always been, you know, a showman or whatever. Yeah. You, you've known You're me for years. You know? Yeah. I did plays, magic, you yeah. know, whatever did, whatever I could do to get an audience. Performer, I always, yeah. yeah, I loved it. Um, and I think there was a certain turning point where I hated that element of myself. You know, like who the fuck am I to, you know, to do any of that, to do any of that. And, and, and for a while I got really away from it and it's not, I don't feel any different now. I just feel like, who did I think I was to think I was good at mm. it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like still pursue passion, still do all this, but don't think you're the, I, I must've thought, I'm about to say something gross. I thought my, I must've thought my dick was four feet long yeah. uh, back in the day. And I, I hate that, but it, it served as such a lesson because now I, I still, obviously everybody falls victim to their ego all the time. Yes. Uh, all the time I, and, and people don't people don't realize that oh, i yeah. think sometimes yeah. uh and then here's me saying people don't realize stuff uh, <laughs> but uh i try to i try to conquer my ego um whenever i can mm. and that's that's rare for me in like waking moments if that makes sense like it's easy in hindsight to take takes to wheel something back and be like oh did i do the right thing or was i you know sure. but in the moment it's hard and so oh yeah oh I, yes oh yes you know what i mean yes, yes. and so philosophically i'm trying i always always try not philosophically but just like in my actions and thoughts i try to and not with any kind of structure but just try to not be such a chotch you know like just don't be a jackass like just be conscious and try to be aware in the moment and there there is a lot of that those easy things you say and the the meaning goes away but like being present in the moment is not as easy as it sounds um especially if you're trying to be something or be nothing or be Caleb or be Tom it's you're gonna you're gonna be who you've been over years of conditioning all yes. the time yeah and if you want to change some of your conditioning it takes a lot of present oh, moment man. oh catching yes. yourself yes, yes and that I would say that I work that is that is what I am working on if yeah if, I don't even think that was a question but that's the no, answer that's a great uh, thing to work on yeah no, um, that, that's awesome and I'm, I'm hopeful I'll work on it for the rest of my life yeah um and I hope that I don't become like cynical Mm. or you mm. know mm. i don't i don't feel like i will but who knows you know you never know i don't want to i don't ever want to be a guy that's set in his ways i want to be set in my ways by not ever setting my yes. ways same page man yeah same page and i want to bumble i want to bumble through life with that philosophy man i really yeah. do i think for me that is my philosophy uh-huh. you know yes yes i'm on the same page man absolutely i love it totally. i love it i i think that i think that as much as we've changed you know in the last 10 years um you know, because we both have a lot of personal journeys we haven't even talked about with each other yet, you know. Uh, but I still feel that centric core belief that um, we've always been talking about the same thing. Yes. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Agree. It's always been the same. Yeah. And, I don't, and that's great because I, you know, in, in my... When we all kind of went our separate ways back in the day, yeah. I feel like that's that's when that those conversations stopped happening for me. Those were the those were that was really the time where I just got on some get to work stuff, you know, get a job, stay working, do this, do that, you know, and yeah. work became so much more of a focus. Um, 
than faith or spirituality or if not even spirituality, just vibing and talking about it. And just for me, like exploring the curiosities of what spirituality is and what it could be. And all that is very interesting to me, mostly because we're human and humans are interesting as fuck. Yes. Uh, as terrible as we are, we are just as interesting, you know, um, and as awful and as wild and senseless as humans can be, I think there is every bit of a counterpart. And I think that's why still there is uh, a part of me that believes that all that crazy shit, that 2012, it happened, mm. you know, and yeah. we're, there is a slow popcorn effect. Kernels are popping and waking up all the time. And, uh, one day the whole bag might pop, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, if, if, if the cultural climate gets hot enough, we could wake up, we could change. Uh, and I want to be, I don't want to, I want to just, I would like to see that happen. I would like to see people, I would like to see social change on a human level, uh, in our life. Yeah. I would like to see that. I would like to see real profound stuff in, a, in, our in, in a permanent way. Yeah. Because to in me, a way that, it, maybe I'm cynical, but to me it's like, yeah, I want that too. And I see that happening even, but once that profound change, that catalyst has happened, I, I fear that it'll get written down and become stale yeah. again. Easy, easy to forget. Right. E- like, um, like, like you know something to be true, right? Like, the first time you smoked weed, you got really stoned. Yeah. And then the second time, it was still that, but it was less of that. Yes. Chasing and I that think dragon. That, yeah, motherfucker. And then maybe that's the way humans are. You know, like, yeah, we know war is bad, but we're still going to do it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, we know that there's consequences, but I don't, I don't, wh- what do you think it would take? Like, how big of a wound, you know, how serious of, of a catastrophe or how moving of an event would it have to be to affect the mass consciousness of humanity forever? Uh, bro, in, in, in this waking existence, there isn't a thing. I mean, the Holocaust happened and here we are still. And here we fucking and are. And, and there's people who deny it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it gets much worse than that as far as a, a big change to wake people yeah. up. I mean, that right there is the reason we need to wake people up. <laughs> right. Things like that. But those are the inevitables of humanity. I think that, you know, ever since there's been thought and there's been philosophers, there's been people trying to fix things. There's been people trying to identify why we are the way we are and the way right. we are is we're, we're human. And, you know, I like – I kind of – um you know, if we're talking change and we're talking this, you know, this is kind of silly, but um, Douglas Adams is a science fiction writer and he wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. A very famous story yes. uh, wherein a computer program was set to calculate the meaning of life, the universe, right. and everything. Uh-huh, yeah. And so what you find out later on in the story is that the machine, the computer, Deep Thought, it says the answer is 42, right? Uh-huh. Um, but really what it did was it started a program of existence to figure out the meaning of existence. And that was humanity on the planet Earth. And right before humanity figured it out, like say there's this woman in a coffee shop and she figures it out. You know, she figures out everything. The Earth is destroyed. And so everyone's on this intergalactic search for the life, the universe, and everything, and it was on Earth that had just been destroyed. And I think that that, that is exactly what will happen. Wow. <laughs> you know, we are uh, – I think that we are over time, you know, developing on the backs of our predecessors, hopefully, yes. uh, yeah. either in one way or another. And so if and then you we could fuck think it up, of, and then someone and else then comes along. Starts it over. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's – and I think that 
we might figure it out, but it'll be two minutes too late. You know, right. we'll figure it out right before the ozone layer just rips the fuck open and we all fly into the sky, uh-huh. you know? And, and that's just such a, so it goes, of course it is humanity thing. Like if you right. look at humanity, like Very a human. joke, like, yes, man. And, uh, I don't really know where I was going with that, but I think I don't, I don't know that there is ever a thing that'll make humanity what humanity could be. Mm, not, yeah. not in at least the next couple lifetimes. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, maybe somebody, maybe somebody has thought of something, and it's the kernel of a thought that in two thousand years will save the world, or you know, change. Who knows? Yeah. You know. I like I, it. As much as I, as much you know, I, I would say that I do have frustration about the current state of the world. I'm not going to get into anything. Specific, obviously, but I believe um, we're destroying the planet. Yeah, uh, I think we're doing it despite ourselves. Yeah, and it is frustrating. I think it should be something we, as a younger culture, think about more: is the planet. And um, I just, it, I have optimism for humanity, uh, but I have more, more doubt than hope for the future. Of, so it's of an up- just everything. It's a it's a cycle. It's an upward spiral, but at the very top of the hill, there's a big uh, explosion. Shit. Yeah, we no, fall I into mean, the I volcano. Would, yeah, I, I I would guess is I'm pretty dualistic. Like I would love to say that we're going to evolve and figure it out, and you know, do something with humanity and be what we were meant to be. And and, and who knows if, if if humanity even has a destiny? But I would like to think so. Um, I would like to think that there's a purpose. Okay. You know, like I think we're all a form filling a function on a trajectory towards something on the evolutionary school at at the very basis of evolution Uh you know where humanity is trending towards either progress or destruction um and either seems possible but destruction right now is an easier easier pill more conceivable yeah it's way more conceivable just based on how much we're just fucking the planet yes and not to get into politics not to get into anything i just think the planet's important, man. Yes. I like I like Gaia. living here. Gaia is important. <laughs> I'm getting it tatted, bro. <laughs> Gaia life. <laughs> Just get a tattoo of the earth and then the little name yeah. tag on it says Gaia. Gaia. <laughs> Hello, my no, name is that. Gaia. I'm naming my firstborn Gaia. Okay. Put, it in, put it on the map. I'm naming all my kids Gaia. This is Gaia of the first. This is Gaia the second coming. This is Gaia in <laughs> retrograde. <laughs> And, and this is Gaia Junior Junior. This is and this and this is just Gus. We don't we don't talk about Gus. Don't make eye contact with Gus. Just don't look at him. And he's got strange eyes. Uh, yeah, so how, man. So go ahead. So how do you feel about uh, Jesus? Man, um, I got a lot to say about that guy. Um, in the beginning, um, when I first was, you know, because diving into the you know the holy trinity was something as like an outsider fried my noodle right like yeah the father son and the holy spirit was something I, I all i did was think about in such a way that was like there's these three entities that are one entity yeah and and this and that and like 
for me, I had a hard time when people would be like, praise Jesus. I'm like, well, d- praise God. Oh, but that is God. Oh, yeah. and, I still uh, have a hard time with that. Yeah. And so I find that to be really interesting that the three could make one and that I also found like are if they – are one then what are they separated they are different but the same it doesn't make a lot of sense it's crazy so i wondered if if jesus you know was something different um you know he was a man from god he was you know god in man that was sacrificed to save all of humanity uh, our souls Right, you think so? Kind of a kind of a general. That's kind of a general overview of what. Oh, the you're giving common, me an overview of that. Right, that's the popular so, belief. That's, that's the, the most. That's belief. the most mainstream yeah. evangelical belief of, the, yeah. of of who he is and why he came in and, and all that. And do I and and do I subscribe to that, man? I don't know, man. Really? I don't, wow. I don't know. You're more Christian than I am. <laughs> I think that I think that Jesus was a man. Yes, me too. I think that he lived a life. I think he existed. I think all that. Um, do I think him to have been the son of God? God incarnate on the planet. Do you believe him to be God? I don't. Because I can't yeah. conceptualize I mean, how could you? How could God you? the way that I do. And yeah, I don't, I don't think... I think maybe metaphorically... You could get yeah, away with saying he was God. I think he embodied. I think he, had, he embodied God. Incarnate. Yeah, he was, embodied. You know, he embodied the essence of love, and I believe God is love. You could stir a pot up real good by saying he was a Buddha. Um, That's a good one. I love that one. That he that was one. enlightened in a yeah. certain school of thought and knew some things uh, that he learned through realization, self-realization. And meditation. Um, do I believe that he had to have been something very special to have caused the ripple in the universe that he did? Yeah. Yeah, there's something to it. But I can't I can't say that I believe him to have been God incarnate on earth. Yeah. I'm not asking you can't to. Do it. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, bro. Uh, I would like to say that he was probably very powerful mm. in spirit yeah. and wisdom and what he really was. You know, I think it sucks to try to take away the manhood of him. Oh, like, yes. Absolutely. To say that Absolutely. He couldn't have been what he was and not have been the son of God. He couldn't have been a mighty prophet. He had to have been the son of God. Mm. And what if, what if that takes so much away from his message? What if the message was a little different uh, than than we got, and now now we'll never know. Uh, I think Jesus was always going to happen. Okay. I think that it was part of the mass consciousness. If it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't Jesus Christ. It would have a different name, but it would be the exact same scenario. Like, right, right. It's a part of our consciousness. We created it. Um, do, and, you know, I, yeah, man, fuck. I don't, yeah, there it is. I don't think Jesus is the son of God. Yeah. I think he was a man. I think he was a mortal man. Um, I think he had profound wisdom and was trying to do something. Uh-huh. And I think he made a snowball that got turned into a motherfucking 
fucking frozen avalanche. Avalanche of. A, a menagerie of crazy things. Yes. <laughs> the whole landscape of humanity was changed. Yes. Right. So he did have an effect on humanity uh-huh. for sure. Is he coming back? Literally. I don't think so either. I don't think he's literally coming back. I don't think he's coming back to well, kick a bunch of demons' asses either. I right. Don't, I don't see that for us. Yes. I, I can see him coming back uh, in the sense of us waking the fuck up and realizing that we have to be Christ. We have to be love. We have to be Boom. God. I just, agree. It, you know, and I think, that, each other. I think that's, that was the whole point. You know, and I think that that's where you can relate a lot of similarities with Jesus and Buddha, mm. because Buddha just wants to. He didn't say worship. You know, like don't worship me. Just no, yes. sit, just breathe a little bit. And, and realize you're going to die and everything's going to be all right. You know, and I think that if, if we would have had more human approaches to religion, maybe we'd be a different culture. If we yeah. could have been looking at if we could have been looking in here instead of up here, we could be somewhere else, you know. Yes. Um, yes. But we're not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, but maybe we will be. You know, I think that. Things are things go in trends. Things rise and fall. Everything everything lives and dies. Everything's yes. got a beginning and an end, in my opinion. You uh-huh. know, and that goes to for current you know traditions and beliefs. And you know, we might you know a thousand years from now, man, if 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 humanity is still it perpetuates yeah. and still <laughs> yeah. you know, uh-huh. uh, who knows? Who knows the philosophies? Who knows? Right. Who knows what we might find out in the cosmos to change things? Who knows what we might find in the dirt? You know, we think right. we know so much. We think we oh, know yes. so much. We it's my biggest do, problem. Is it's my thing. biggest problem with people that that deal in certainties. I'm like, man, no, we don't know. You know, like yes. we don't know that we don't know the uh, the basis of earth we don't know the finer geometries and sciences that we think we do like yes. sure we're pulling all these crude oils and we're mining the shit out of the planet we didn't even ask the planet if it needed it right it's like you just take my you just take my liver what if i my needed blood. it yeah and to and, and I, I always get back to this like earth is alive tip like it's an i mean look it look at its scope look at the the, the sheer mass of it it's a celestial body for sure right but it also perpetuates the existence of everything we know Including right. us. Right. And we don't know anywhere else that can do that. But we we don't we don't know the planet to be conscious or cognitive, so we just assume that it's not. Despite the fact that it has weather systems, that it grows and perpetuates life, we don't assume it to be mm-hmm. alive. Yeah. Like we don't assume it to be an organism in and of itself. Like I think that's I think that's silly. Uh, and obviously I'm not a science and I bet there's a lot of people that could tell me why I'm stupid for that. But <laughs> I just think that there's gotta be something to that. Like and we're just pulling all this shit up out of it, taking all the oil, yes. all this all these crude materials that maybe the ecosystems they might need. Might uh, need. They might need them. Even if you don't want to subscribe to the fantasy that Gaia is alive, <laughs> there's there there is an element to to. I think there's an argument to say that she, that she is. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and I and, and, and I think even what if, even if she's not looking at it that way, is a much more healthy way to treat it and to be sustainable. Yeah. 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 Because what is it that makes things grow? What is it that makes things live? It's, I know it's a complex combination of oxygen and this shit and that shit, but where is it? Where is all of that happening? It's happening here, you know? And uh, if we keep destroying... I mean, dude, my biggest fear, I don't know if I've said it, is we're destroying the planet. I've, I think about it all the time. That's what I think. I don't think about me dying. I think about the friggin' <laughs> rock I live on dying, dude. Yeah. You know? 
It's just sad, man. Because uh, how many beautiful things uh, have we destroyed yes. that we'll never see? That future generations will never see. What if there was a you know? What if there was something? The hairy rhino. The, the fucking woolly rhino, bro. I'm never gonna see one in person. Yeah. I've seen a lot of pictures though. They were elegant creatures. They were very nice creatures. <laughs> but they're gone, you know. And I and how many more creatures and innocent beasts are gonna be destroyed, you know? And maybe they hold answers that we don't even know about. You know, like they're finding, you know, cures and extracts from like bee nails and things. Like what? Right. If, you know, what if there was the the cure all in you know something's feather and it's gone out right. you know what no, i mean no, just sure, like, sure 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 i sound stupid but it's a thought you know and i no, uh, yeah i just uh i would like for i would like for humans to not destroy the planet please that would be all <laughs> that'd, that'd be nice <laughs> please if please. you guys could not please 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 talk to you yeah please leave the oil in there get a, get a car get a car with a battery okay. <laughs> we've got these batteries over here they got, we got, got your car swell batteries buddy. we've got roads they're all set they're ready to go they're, we got good roads okay we got to put good. the battery in the car put the battery in the car send it off you put three or four of you in there let's do some commuting <laughs> oh gosh you should need uh to make a little sign and stand on the, on the side of the street with that and Preach about it. Get, one Get of those, a car the, the, with a battery. The little uh, portable radios or, or a megaphone or something like that. And yes. Just let people That's know. my calling. There it yeah, is. That's what that's I'm it. doing. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm about to go do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So this is the lull. This is the Let's embrace it. Nice. That's a good one. That was a good lull. Okay. Kind of zen. That was a good lull. That was my moment of zen right there. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like I, it. I wish I had segments for the show so that we could like, I, I had something, that we, some direction we could go in. Do you have, uh, do you want to, maybe we can make one up right now. Okay. Are you a podcast listener? Are you familiar? I do listen to podcasts. Okay. Yeah, I listen to a few podcasts. Okay. So, so, uh, you know the premise of a segment. I do. So, knowing, knowing my gimmick of the show and that it can be silly sometimes, uh-huh. what gimmick are we going to invent Right here, right now, live. Um, so that's no pressure. So. No pressure at all. No pressure I can, whatsoever. I can even edit out the conversation. We can just act like I had it planned. <laughs> act like it was very smooth. Um, you know, it would be funny if you could like be like tell like name this religion and Ooh. like do like a bit of scripture or a philosophy oh, from a, a faith one. and be like, can you tell me? Which religions these come from? Because you mostly good. you mostly interview like you know people that are centric to religion. So yes, I love that it because that could put people on their faces a little bit. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, give me a second because I'm about to do that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm, I'm gonna look one. Up. I'm gonna be the test. This is the test run for uh, a segment. Name name that deity. I'm gonna look it up right now. Almost got it. I've got two. I've got two for you. One of them is easy yet kind of hard, and the the other one is just honestly kind of hard. But it's I think it'll be a good one. Let me see here. This is all going in the podcast. This entire awkward. It better. I'm only (laughs) only tuning in for this exact space. (laughs) Hit the 15 forward button until you get to this part. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. 
What I'm okay, going to do, do is for one of them, I can't find any scripture for it, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you a description of it that they have on the website. And then the other one, I'm going to actually give you the, the scripture. Okay. I love it. Okay. I'm ready to go if you are. Yeah, let's do this shit. Okay. What's the name of the segment? What should we call it? Oh man. Well, like name that. Name that faith or name that scripture or name that deity or something like. Sounds like a 70s uh, game show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> name that religion. What's that religion? <laughs> All right. So here's a description of one. I'm going to ease okay. into it here. This religion believes that karma is a fluid like substance that becomes attached to people. And that souls exist in all animate and inanimate objects. Ooh. So that's the that's the essence of it. That karma is a is an actual substance that becomes attached is to you. Is a physical substance. Yes, and it animates you. I guess maybe a metaphysical substance because it it, it animates you. It, it's like it's like ether, but they call it karma. They call it karma. It's yes. Is this is this religion? Um, is this a well known religion? Decently well for a world religion, yeah. Not in the states so much. Hmm. I mean, when and when you say karma, I think of Hinduism, right? Uh, On the right track. So, is it like a subset of Hinduism? I believe they're related. Hmm. Because karma, I should know. I should know. That's got to be. That's got to be like Middle Eastern vibe. Uh, I like your deduction. You want a hint? I got nothing. Yeah, I want a hint. Yeah, yeah. Starts with a J. It can be a woman's name. Jessica. Jainism. Jainism. Jane. The religion of Jane. The religion of Jane and her concrete karma. (laughs) Concrete karma. I love it. You like it? All right. And now here's one. I'm going to read you a passage of scripture. Okay. This one's kind of tricky. It's a very well, well-known well religion, especially in the States. Especially in the States. Okay. It's going to sound like something that you're going to know right away, but it's actually a little bit trickier. Okay. Bring so it on. That, okay. Those are your hints right there. Here we go. Okay. Okay. And thou hast beheld in thy youth his glory, wherefore thou art blessed even as they unto whom he shall minister in the flesh. For the spirit is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the way is prepared... From the fall of man and salvation is free. Talk me through From what you're f- thinking. Well, it sounds a lot like Christianity. Yes. That's yeah. the tricky thing. That's the tricky bit, right? Now, it talks a little bit there about the fall of man. Mm. That's interesting to me. Um, well, the thing that is well known in the States, you, you got that's it. similar to Christianity. You got, it. you got it. And there was a temple in Crestwood. Yes. So it's Mormonism. It's Mormonism. Yeah! One out of two. Nailed it! Would you have gotten it if I didn't give you the hint? Dude, if you wouldn't have said it's similar to American religions, I would have been like... It did sound like Christianity, though. I feel like I could have muddled through it. Yeah. But I don't know not one bit of Mormon... Yeah. Would you have guessed Christianity if I just read it? I probably would have guessed Christianity, honestly. Yeah. Because it sounds... It's arguably... It's so similar. It's arguably... You know, Mormons call themselves Christians, you know, so... (laughs) <laughs> that look. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> dum 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 dum. <laughs> How's that song well, go? Cr- Joseph Smith. I do. I have not. 
That's something I need to revisit on the real tip is some South Park. Yes. Dude. So I have not watched South Park in years. So good. It so went downhill good. for a little bit. I feel like they brought it back, though. I feel like it's good There's again. just been so much of it that I feel yeah. like that would it's have to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Cool, man. Well, thanks yes. for doing this. Thanks for helping me make Dude. up a segment that I think is a keeper. It's a good one. Uh, and thank you so much for having me, dude. It's so cool to reconnect and catch Absolutely. up with you, man. Totally. We got to do this again. Yes. We could talk about, uh, I don't know, like death and stuff for an hour. Yeah. We could talk about death, <laughs> about the worst experience of my life. Yes. I would love to drudge that up every time if we could. If That'd we be could. Great. We could make that a segment. <laughs> yeah. That's just, here's the really depressing segment where we repeat everything for the fullest yeah. time. You realize I'm going to uh, be really depressed for, for the rest of the day now. No, no, no. My no, day no, is no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, no man but yo this was this was cool for real we should uh find some more stuff to talk about do it again yes absolutely i'm down totally down all right brother all right man love you dude love you too man it's been real been real later yeah peace Well, that was that, you guys. Tom Payne in the flesh. Well, in the digital audio flesh. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing it. Uh, Tom's a great guy, as I'm sure you gathered from the interview. Very interesting guy. Lots of thoughts going on inside that head. Uh, yeah, so please check out airgrievances.com to find all my social media. I'm on Twitter at hog underscore cast. You can listen to me on iTunes, SoundCloud. You're probably doing one of those two things if you're hearing me right now. So I don't know why I just said that. I love you guys. 